1: Hello and good day. This is Doc Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com, as well as many other great locations all over the digital airwaves. Maybe not Facebook or Instagram or WhatsApp this week. Just kidding. For those that don't know, there was a little down uh, time on those major platforms, but everything's backing up, so everyone can take a deep breath and uh, go check on see what you're Friends from high school are up to this week but in reality no i think the major point that i want to bring up with the platforms is that while these platforms are a major uh, resource for people not only in the united states but around the world there's still challenges with these platforms in regards to the cannabis industry uh marketing and advertising hemp cbd cannabis products and so it's always interesting to find out how do you get your information how where do you buy your products um, there's obviously a lot of talk about Amazon wanting to get into the delivery game regarding med- you know, cannabis makes a lot of sense. But there's a lot of times where you go and you want to go local, stop in a local shop or order from a brand that you're familiar with or have some education when you're doing your selection. Uh, and that's what I'm really excited to have today's guest on, uh, Vince Sanders, president and co-founder of American CBD Shaman or CBD American Shaman, sorry. And uh, excited to have you on the show. Vince, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It is my pleasure. So how did you get involved? I always love to ask that question. How did you get involved in this space, the CBD, you know, hemp extract, that whole market that we're in right right now?
2: So I'm kind of an interesting journey. Uh, I'd never intended this to be a business. I had an uncle dying of four-stage lung cancer, and I was really just trying to find something to help him. Um, And as I started doing Google search after Google search, you'd go to cannabis, and I'd be I'd be reluctant to dig in but you know i'm I'm thinking more there's a non-fda approved drug in switzerland or mexico city right so as i start to dig into the canvas because this other miracle cure didn't exist i start finding you know what there's a lot of good research on cbd for specifically lung cancer out of spain some in england and israel so you know that's really how it started i mean that it's kind of crazy how we ended up here you know through a too long a journey, honestly, to go into on the show, but that was the impetus of, of how it all started, how I even got introduced to CBD.
1: That's great. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, unfortunately we, many of us in healing modalities or in the healing professions or health professions usually get into it because of them, you know, they themselves or friends, family members, someone close to them became ill. I know that was part of my journey getting into my career. Um, So it's really interesting. And of course, I also treated my mom who had a lung cancer and other issues as well. Um, not just with you know, obviously CBD or cannabis, with many other things from my tool belt, but it definitely helped a lot, especially with her seizures and some of the other uh you know factors that she was dealing with. So tell us a bit. So you started that journey with that experience, um, and then now you have multiple locations. Tell us a little bit about CBD American Shaman as a business.
2: So as a business, you know, our Predominant model is that of a franchise brick and mortar store operation. We are online and do you know a good business there? But the the problem is is this needs a lot of education, which really requires face to face, you know, and sampling and and all the benefits that going into a brick and mortar location bring to you. Uh, we have a very large training program that everyone has to go through to to get certified to be able to sell in one of our stores. Uh, we have several hundred stores across 38 states, 44 corporate stores, and about 300 franchise stores.
1: Nice. That's a good footprint there. Um, And the franchises, these are being, you know, supported obviously from corporate, and then uh, these franchisees are trained and, and, and supported along the way so that they, we can have the best products available to their local community, right? Exactly. Very cool. I like that. I didn't realize you guys were that big. I mean, I knew I've seen you guys around and I've seen the footprint and, and and to a a degree, but didn't realize it was that significant. And I know there's a few, you know, in that space as leading retailers for CBD, but that's a, that's a significant position. How long would you guys start this? uh, So
2: the franchise operation started uh, April 1st of 2018. So three and a half years uh, that we've been doing franchising. We started doing stores, in real late 16 but they were just kind of you know well hey i'll come in and train you we'll let you you know sell our product blah blah, blah. but it was more of a handshake deal as we saw this sewer model working you know by early 17 it was like hey there's, there's a real model here so we started to really document everything that that we did and how it worked and the training and, you know, for a brick and mortar location and started down the road of franchising and and had that document and all that together uh, in by April 1st of 2018 and signed our first franchisee.
1: Very, very cool. Yeah. And again, I, I think a lot of people are you know, are now familiar, at least have somewhat, especially those listening to my show, are familiar with CBD and, and, and the benefits and so forth. But I, I still believe, I mean, I come from 20 years in dietary supplement industry, I still believe that we're still in early stages into the potential of, of not only CBD, but many other phytocannabinoids cannabinoids found in the, in the plant and right. we have a lot more research and we're going to jump into that in a short bit uh some of the research that you guys are, are working on um but one of the things i wanted to clear so in your stores though you're, you're basically selling uh cbd american shaman brand products exclusively is that correct we are
2: mm-hmm. all right
1: so are this source from farms you guys own or partnerships or how is that but, supply yeah. chain kind of maintained Part, in- partners,
2: partnership farms uh some of which we do have ownership in of like Kentucky. Uh, so we have either partners or people that actually grow up for us. Uh, then we have a large extraction facility uh, where we extract. And then from there, we manufacture all the products from the oils that we make.
1: Nice. So again, that's so, I mean, controlling supply chain for a lot of consumers today is is really important. They want to know where it's sourced from, how is it processed, how is it extracted, and all these, you know, everything from packaging down the, down the line. So it's one of the things that you, with your company, it sounds like you guys have kind of that control from the from the soil all the way to the shelf.
2: We do, we do. So you know, we can test the ground ahead of time. Hey, does this have any heavy metals in it, or insecticides, or there molds in these fields? And you know, so we know where to start with, and we hand tend the, the plants. And of course, during the extraction process, we have two chemists and a chemical engineer on full time that you know, we're always running these tests from beginning to end, clear up to the final product that's finally batched and coded and sent out for third party. And QR codes actually go on that each individual label are printed on for each batch. You can scan it and and see that, hey, yes, this is is what it. we tell you it is.
1: That's really good. I mean, again, these are the questions that I get asked a lot when people ask me about what product I like or what brands yeah. I recommend. And when I started in the space, it was two or three companies offering the product in the market. And now right. there's several thousand to, to be nice about it. And uh, right. so I know that that's really important uh, when it comes to I looked at the website and, and a lot of your information, you know, um, actually i think there's a store not too far from me i'm gonna have to go check it out and i guess i didn't realize Mm -hmm. so i did the store locator which you have on your site that there's one nearby um but yeah seem to have a a wide range of of formats um when i mean types of products tinctures topicals ingestibles um what what you know i obviously want to reach a consumer where they're at what seems to be the most popular or what seems to be the most uh you know yeah. So
2: our our top seller is our nano water soluble product. That's kind of our anchor product. Uh, we're the first people to do a nano product in in 2016, uh, is when we started doing that. And that is, you know, it's so much more bioavailable and easier to ingest than holding it under your tongue in a tincture. That that is far and away our number one product. And then when you you start to drop from there, we have a nano that's in a water we have another nano product that's in vegetable glycerin the main thing is is it, the vegetable glycerin gives a sweetness what so you know tastes better um, and then you could also vape it if you're you know because of the vegetable glycerin and then you start to drop to topical products like the topical serum and then you quickly end up in canine products we sell a lot of treats and and oil-based tinctures for pets yeah
1: no, and I, you, I, go ahead, go ahead. I that category, the pet category in general, is 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 sometimes overlooked. But we know, as pet owners and, and 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 consumers, that there's a a need for high quality products not only for the humans but our our other family members, our our four legged friends, et cetera. So right. uh, The one thing I had you know questions about that was always I have friends that are, that have some very large dogs, and they always say the problem they have to start looking and shopping for horse dosing. Treats you know, horse treats versus dog treats and a lot of the manufacturers. And I think a lot of that comes down from initially the cost of CBD per milligram when back in the day, All I would right. say 2016, for example, was a lot more than it is today. Uh, yet we still want to make sure our potency is there and the quality is there and it, it works. And so um, All right. very cool. I, I'm glad to hear a little bit. I want to hear a little bit more about the nano. Uh, and I think that that'll be a nice lead into our Uh, My next question is after the break, which is about some of the research that you guys are doing. One of the things that I I want everyone to know is that as I talk to companies, and especially ones that have been around for quite a while, it's one thing to sell a product, it's another thing to invest in research to validate the products that you're selling, to make sure that they're getting to the right people for their needs. So uh, we're going to come right back with Vince Sanders, president and co founder of CBD American Shaman. We're going to take a quick break, get some sponsors out there. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot more to talk about. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at. CannabisRadio.com.
0: The concierge for better living will continue in a moment.
1: Elevate your everyday with that sugar's feeling, with the sweet taste of sugar's Add a cup of sugar's to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is! Sugis infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s
0: dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California.
2: Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat.
0: Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: All right. And we are back. This is Dr. Rob, your host, your concierge to better living. And I'm, again, having a wonderful conversation with president, co-founder of CDBD, American Shaman, Vince Sanders. And Vince, you know, so one of the things that I I was mentioning before the break was research. And I know that's something that you guys have invested in and worked on. And, um, you know. I've worked with a bunch of different companies that consulted and advised over my career. And I always have advocated, especially with emerging categories or new ingredients. You know, it's, it's important to add clinical studies or scientific validation. We may know it's good and safe, et cetera, but we need, as, as you know, people who sell this and put it, and other people can consume it, we need to do the, our best service to that. And one of the best conferences I ever went to uh, or, or, or conference groups that I ever go to is called ICRS the international cannabinoid research society's annual symposium and you know i haven't been able to go every year but the ones i have gone have been pretty mind blowing and 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 eye opening and i know you guys tell us a little bit about your participation your company's participation in the iCRS conferences and some of the research
2: absolutely so we were we were fortunate to be involved in the liver toxicity study that was for uh, the fda that we participated in in addition to six other CBD companies, and that data was great to show that, hey, there is no liver toxicity here at the doses that people are taking. It also showed that the we were the only nano product, that our product was about eight times more bioavailable. In other words, you needed one eighth of the dose. If you were taking 10 milligrams of ours, you're taking 80 milligrams of a, an oil-based product. So, our doctor, Dr. Kaufman, uh, was the presenter at the ICRS this year for both of those studies, the liver tox and the bioavailability of the nano versus the oils.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that other. I mean, first of all, liver-wise, I mean, when I, to, I do a lot of trainings for staff and cannabis dispensaries and other educators and doctors. And I always say that while these compounds are, for the most part, safe, there is a physiologic or metabolic impact, especially CBD and the liver. Um, some early studies from earlier ICRS conferences discussed that CBD has protective benefits to the liver, uh, specific with um, you know, alcohol damage and other things that could actually help repair liver damage. I thought that was quite interesting. On the other hand, it also put a warning out there for those that consume medic- certain medications, especially those with grapefruit or grapefruit juice to be cautious with how CBD could affect the liver's ability to metabolize So those those drugs. So I, I love that you guys have done just the general safety around, you know, liver health and, um, you know, in, in that regard, you know, how CBD can be utilized. On the other side, I did catch as a guy who does regulatory stuff for companies and brands, your claim on the site eight times more bioavailable. And I was gonna ask you about that. So it's so nice to have a clinical study to validate that bioavailability. Um, Because again, there's a lot of people making claims out there, but if they don't have the data to back it, you you lead yourself into a lot of trouble, so. Correct. So so, how does that play that nano? You said water soluble, but what type of product is that? In a variety of products, or is that just some <clears throat> exclusive ones? So that we
2: we use that in pretty much everything. We use it everything from the water soluble to the VG cloud to our edible products, uh, to the pet treats and, and topical products. Our topical serums and things are the CBD we're using is nanoed as well. We use it everywhere possible because we we know it's far more effective.
1: I uh, I think that's really key. I mean, I and mean, there's a lot of people making these claims, but if you can't back it, that's you know, as I do formulation and so forth, that's really key. So with that research, you said so we talked about bioavailability, we talked about liver health and, and safety. Uh what other areas are you guys either working on or, or, or looking towards going forward?
2: So we've done a lot. You know, we did our grass studies. Um <clears throat> we were going to turn that into the FDA. However, uh Charlotte's up about two or three weeks ago at this point, turned theirs in and the FDA had no interest in doing a grass certification of a CBD product. So we're just kind of sitting on that at this point until something regulatory changes. Uh, We've been doing uh, a lot of tests in vitro and in live animals from rabbits and and mice. Um, Of course, we talked about the liver tox study. We've done a CBG study uh, for a product that we make called CBGO, uh, CBG, of course, the mother cannabinoid that the other cannabinoids are made from. Um, and so we've done gut studies on that and we've done focus studies. One thing, interestingly enough, when we were first, you know, making and formulating our CBG products, in our minds, because all the data suggested it was strictly for gut issues. However, when we found once it was nanoed and so much more bioavailable, that a lot of people were getting a very strong, energetic, focused feeling from it. So they're using it to replace, started with coffee. And now we have a lot of people using it uh, for ADHD uh, real successfully. So we have two studies on that. We have it for gut issues and we have it for ADHD. And then we have studies on CBN or a product we call CB night for sleep. And that was five different things. Ease to fall asleep, staying asleep, how quickly you went back to sleep once you got up and then how rested you were, you know, actual satisfactory sleep, you know, when you weren't groggy afterwards, you, you woke up fresh. Um, that's four. I'm trying to remember what the fifth one was. It was, it wasn't just restorative sleep. I think it was hours. Did you get at least seven hours?
1: But th- those are really important. I mean, sleep obviously is, is, is one of the most uh, needed and, and, and desired right. effects. I think it's, Great that you guys are expanding you know for me you know I've done a lot of lecturing around beyond c b d you know and it talks about like what else is out there, and you know c b g for example is, is got so much potential, I know there's a lot more studies um you know in the works in that regard and how we understand that mother cannabinoid and how they work, and then of course, c b n which is some of that kind of oxidized converted uh, THC has been like the the sleep compound that people are excited about going forward. Um, when we work on full spectrum formulations, even some of the broad formulations that you know I, I recognize I look to see, where those miners are sitting on the on a, on a certificates of analysis. I think more and more we see this industry going to where you know full spectrum with CBD and like a, a, a sprinkling of everything, uh, whatever else was there. But now we're starting to recognize that if those miners, those other cannabinoids that are maybe not THC or CBD, are supported or at least utilized, you know, in higher dosages. That there's a, a significant benefit health wise. So I'm I'm happy to hear you guys are doing that. I think there's tremendous potential for CBG. I mean, personally, I'm a fan of all the cannabinoids, uh, including the uh, you know acid forms that I think again are also very often overlooked. You know, the way the nature gave it to us, and, and that is for a lot of anti-inflammatory properties that, again, underlying cause of so much disease in our in our society right now. So. Yep. Uh, are you guys looking at anything? Are you working? Do you offer products that have some of those acids or the CBDA so, or like that? Yeah.
2: So we are, we are working, uh, you'll in the very near future, you'll see CBGA, you'll see CBDA, uh, both those products coming to market. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Uh, the other unique cannabinoid is THCV coming, uh, for appetite control and, you know, management.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, like I said that was one of the other ones that's hit in the conversation point because again weight management especially in the U.S. society right now everybody you know everybody's on a diet yeah very few people and man when I do my trainings you know for the dispensary agents you know the bud tenders etc I, they I, they make me from a state requirement talk about side effects and I'm like okay so one side effect is someone who says oh it makes me sleepy or drowsy but I'm like yeah but the other person that comes in next may want something that helps them be sleepy and drowsy i said so for one one person says i have no appetite and someone says i i'm eating too much so we have to look at this like anything else to figure out how can we use this natural plant these compounds uh in, in a very you know responsible but very scientific and and, and effective way so I, I love that you guys are kind of spreading that spectrum beyond just the cbd itself the cbd sure. product. so Cool. Well, I think it's got great. I mean, and as I keep telling people, this is something that you and myself have been in for many years, um, but we still are learning more every day with this research. We're still uh, seeing new opportunities in formulation. And of course, not only just ingredients, you know, I'm assuming that you guys see the trends happening to incorporate other herbs, um, you know, ashwagandha, for example, or hops right. or you know, all these other herbs into it. And that's why I love that name, the shaman side of it is because shamans use the herbs and botanicals and the things yep. that nature provided to elicit change. And I mean, that in, a, right. in, a, in any way you can imagine it. it could be physical, it could be mind, body, you know, mental health, mm-hmm. etc. So very nice. Yeah. I like it.
2: We're yeah, gonna take we one have. one
1: more break. Go ahead.
2: go ahead. Oh, I would just say, you know, we, we're we very close to launching a line of functional mushrooms with different cannabinoids.
1: Very cool. I hear that is yeah. really a good moving trend. So we're going to come back. I'm going to ask you about that real quick. We have one more break. We're going to come back to wrap up this segment of Concierge for Better Living with our guest today, Vince Sanders, president and co-founder of CBD American Shaman. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break.
0: The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living.
1: Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently
0: Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for Better Living, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: And we are back once again. Uh, again, this is a lovely conversation talking about really the industry as a whole. I mean, I think that while you guys seem to be a leader and are a leader in this space, especially in the retail side of things, I think that we realize that just the industry is growing and expanding. Um, one of the things that I wanted to mention, even before we jump into your last statement, but was that regulatory. I mean, we're still waiting on FDA and everything to kind of push some guidelines and rules. And I know that from my experience in the dietary supplement industry, that's sometimes a good thing and sometimes not a good thing to have those rules. Um, What people have to understand, and I know you guys follow this, we talked about early on the supply chain and the the CR code is, there are good manufacturing practices. There's certain methods that we go through to make sure products, whether they're FDA approved or not, are quality and safe and effective. And I know that you guys are following some really good, you know, CGMP, you know, models and and rules, but how do you feel, or what is your thoughts just in general on that, on what's coming down the pipe with, uh, in regards to FDA and some regulation?
2: You know, we're, we're constantly meeting. I'm on the executive team of the HIP round table. So we're constantly meeting with the FDA, trying to get some guidance, um, but I, I wish I could give you a better answer to that. They're very hard to predict. Every time they tell us something, then they don't do it. You know, it was as we talked about earlier, the grass certification. We were kind of led to believe, you know, 18 months ago or so, that that would be a good thing to have. And then to see Charlotte's Web turn theirs in a couple of weeks ago and get completely rejected by the FDA, it's it, it's hard to say. I mean, oftentimes I truly feel uh like they're working more at the behest of big pharma and trying to keep us suppressed than to find ways to regulate it which is sad because you you have good players like us that yeah we're going to do it right and you're safe taking it but as you mentioned there's thousands of people that are making this in their garage and you know non-sanitary facilities and who knows where the hemp's coming from it's not tested so it's a scary thing uh we're probably one of the few industries that would love to have government regulation but you know, it's, um, it almost feels that that they think, hey, we probably do these guys, the whole industry as a whole, more harm by not governing it, you know, let right. it collapse of its own weight, let the bad sink the good. And I mean, that's, you know, I'm not in, uh, privy to any inside FDA information by any means, but that is how I feel oftentimes right. with the FDA
1: yeah and and there's also the other side they're saying most of them are just waiting for a federal change to cannabis as a whole and that why why drive all these rules that will then be upended a year later or maybe less maybe more but you know give or take not too long after in the sense of you know legalizing or descheduling or rescheduling while these phytocannabinoids i see this in new york where i'm actually active right now and working on setting up my own hemp project and cannabis project in new york and i'm saying well they're asking me, are I working with CBD? And if I am, it's within this department, but this department's moving to this department. And then they're gonna have new rules around this in a few months. And like, so it's challenging for any entrepreneur, especially if you don't have the yeah. experience like me or you in the sense of working with this in type of industry. So um, that kind of will translate or slide us into this kind of writing down, as you mentioned before the last break, you know, also, looking into functional mushrooms and and that's right. a whole other category whether it be functional mushrooms or psychedelic mushrooms or psychedelic compounds i mean mm-hmm. on one part of the country you have cities decriminalizing drugs and all compounds on the other side you have people still getting arrested for having a, a joint in their hands so we're having right. kids taken away so we really have to get some more you know national kind of policy you know cleared out here in, in one way or another but in yep. the meantime i know you guys are driving forward and keeping moving and uh yeah. Anything else you want to share about, you know, your, your company before we head
2: out? Well, um, you know, I just encourage people, you know, it, it, to do the store locator like you did. Uh, there, we are in 38 states. There's a lot of places to go. And and the people there are very trained. You can get a lot of information and guidance, which tremendously helps with this. You know, you, you, everybody kind of has to to figure out where the right spot for them is. And a lot of times that that takes coaching of somebody that has some education in that your, oh, your yeah, success I- rate is much higher.
1: Oh, I definitely agree. And again, with the potencies, you can start with a low dose, see how how you feel, and then as you go, you can you know we say go go low, start start low, go slow, go slow. We
2: said that the industry,
1: everyone's saying in the industry, I love it because it's true. I was one of the first ones to actually push that because when we started, everyone was just like, sell, 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 you know? And, and I was like, no, this is health, health, health. Let's pump this, slow this roll down and let's find what actually works. And so whether it be combining an internal or topical together to get to pain, you know, as a two pronged approach or just finding the right dose, or even type of flavor, or even, like I said, finding one that's bioavailable, clinically shown to be bioavailable and effective so you can maybe use a lower dose. So yep. with that, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks Thank you so much me. for sharing some insight on your company and uh, wish you all the best and and uh, continued success.
2: Thanks, so. Have a good day.
1: YouTube. with that I wish everyone and thank you all for tuning in wonderful great episode thanks to Brasco my producer everyone at canvasradio.com thank you for sharing downloading liking and doing all those things you guys do and as always I wish everyone all the best and healthy healthy. take care of you.